Did I laugh out the way? Is to abide in Christ. That goes a long way. Farther than we are showing him that we abide in him. When you come up missing, you ain't abiding in Christ. Come on, somebody. If God can't find you, you ain't abiding in Christ. If you cannot get his permission before you do it, then you're not abiding in Christ. Oh, I done messed up already, ain't I? I didn't come to mess up y'all listen, but I'm going to do it anyway. To abide is to remain and continue. To endure. Oh, we don't want to go through nothing. Come on, somebody. The time get tough, we run out. Hello, somebody. Feelings get turned upside down, you run out. You got to continue in Christ. Because that's where your life is based on. Come on now. He got to be a very present help in your life. You got to be able to stay. We got a problem with standing. Amen. So if you're going to abide in Christ, first of all, if you want to put on some armor. If you don't put on no armor, you ain't going to abide. Come on, somebody. Because devil got a bullseye sitting on your back. And he's going to shoot you. Come on now. And you got to be able to take the blow that you're going to receive. Because saints of God, you're going to receive some blows. Don't you think that you're going through this life sweeping through the tulips? No, it ain't happening like that. It did not happen for the nation of Israel. It ain't going to happen for you. Amen. You got to tarry and wait on God to come. You got to get you some stability and wait on God that you can see his glory in action. Some of you don't really realize whether or not God really is living because you ain't got no standing ability. So therefore, he don't have to show up because guess what? You ran out before he showed up. So you really don't know whether he was the living God in the first place. Because you couldn't hang around abiding in what you have been taught, what you have been preached to. Come on, somebody. So therefore, if the word of God don't abide, you don't abide. Am I on straight street? So we must have that relationship with Christ that help us to go through. When we review what he had to go through, listen, review what he had to go through to get you where you are today. Come on now. He pulled you out of some tough places. Huh? Come on now. He pulled you out of some areas that you don't even want to remember. And you can't 
abide. He done showed himself and he showed himself mightily in your life. What do he get in return? Being connected. You know, you can have all the power sources there is to run a building, run your house. But guess what? If you're not connected to AP and L, I don't care how many wires in your house. Come on now. I don't care how your clothes may look pretty and decorative, but if you're not hooked up to AP and L, you get no power. Guess what? If you're not hooked up to Jesus Christ through the Holy Ghost, you get no power. Amen. You are just one that is waving in the air and have no source of power to back up your wave. Come on now. If you're going to wave your hand, have an anointed hand. Have a hand of praise. Have a, a hand of worship. Huh? Showing, that's what the sound is, showing that you worship the true living God. Come on now. I'm going to go to John 15. Oh, man. John 15. John 15. Oh, I come to tell you, I didn't come to skirt around John 15. Amen. First of all, John 15 said, I am the true vine, and my father is the husband. Every branch, pay attention to this one, in me that bear not fruit, he take it away. And every branch that beareth fruit, he purge it, that it may bring forth more fruit. In the Old Testament, grapes symbolize Israel's fruitfulness in doing God's work in the earth. You being fruitful is not your gain in things. We don't think that we are fruitful unless we are prospering in things. You got it twisted. It is your faithfulness to work for the Lord is your fruitfulness. Oh, Lord, y'all didn't get that one, did you? It's behind your faithfulness. To work for the kingdom of God, huh? That causes you to be fruitful. Yes. Not your shout. You know, some of you like to get your thing going on on Sunday morning. But what did you do Monday through Saturday? Yeah. What have you done that God has instructed for you to do? Come on, somebody. And 
to be fruitful. I mean, wait just a minute. And preacher, you better get your head in that book and you better bury your head in that book just like an oyster buries his head in the ground. You better know what you're talking about when you're talking about it. Come on, somebody. And guess what? If you're not going to be the preacher that God called you to be, why don't you fold up your book and tell God, I quit? This task that you have given me has been too hard. Because guess what? Preaching is hard. Huh? I need you to know that preaching is hard and it's going to cause you some hardships from time to time. So guess what? If you can't handle it, tell God I quit. Because guess what? People's salvation is going to be based on what you're telling them. It's going to be based on whether they run to God or they run from God. So you got to know what you're saying when you say what you're saying. You see, you're going somewhere. The church have forgot why Jesus came to do the will of God in dying and saving souls. That was his main purpose. You thinking it was about clothes? Hmm. You thought it was about a house? Hmm. You thought it was about a bank account? You thought it was about your gold and silverware? And that's W-E-A-R. Not W-A-R-E. You know that stuff you wear. <laughs> Jesus made a distinction between two pruning. One was for separation. The other one was cutting back. Separation, cutting back. There's a difference between separating and cutting back. Amen. Fruitful branches are cut back to promote growth. Lamont, if God don't cut you back, you can't grow. If God don't cut you back, you can't promote fruitfulness. If God don't cut you back, you can't multiply. Come on, somebody. You can't be healthy in Christ Jesus if God don't cut you back. You better let God whack on you. Come on, somebody. You got to allow God to whack on your ways that does not please him. Or you will be unfruitful. Am I down straight street? In other words, God must sometimes discipline us to strengthen us. To strengthen our character. And it comes behind Discipline. Discipline, Lamont, is not always beating you across the head. Discipline is trying to get you to walk in the right pathway. Discipline is to control your walk. Discipline is to tell you when and when not to. And you got to be able to adapt to the discipline 
of the Holy Ghost. And here's the problem that we have is adapting to the discipline of the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost said no, and you said I will answer tomorrow. But if the Holy Ghost says no today, tomorrow is still the same. I found that out to be true. You ain't got a hand up for it. I throw one up for you. Come on, somebody. It builds character and it also strengthens you in faith when you can take the discipline of the Holy Ghost. In other words, if God can't correct you, he won't keep you. Huh? What good would you be to God if he can't correct you? What good would you be to God if he can't prune you back that you can be fruitful? Amen. We, in a world now that we want to be churchy, but we don't want to be the church. Come on, somebody. Any kind of cut is not pleasing to the pain. Oh, Lord, have mercy. I, I don't know if you've been cut on before. Come on, somebody. You might have been asleep when they done it, but baby, when you woke up, Lord, have mercy. You were hollering for morphine and everything else. If they cut deep enough, if they cut long enough, you wanted to know, have you gave me my pain pill? Am I with some real people? But guess what? Some pains are benefited from the cut. Because if the cut didn't happen, you wouldn't repair. And if you go unrepaired, you could develop some other kind of issue in your body. If God don't prepare you in the kingdom of God, you're going to be an issue in the body. You're going to be a cancer in the body. And God is not going to allow a cancer to stay in his body. You either receive the treatment that God gives you to remain in the body or to abide in the body. Guess what? Or he's going to cut you out. We've been carrying council sales too long. Come on, somebody. Hmm. Tell God, Lord, whatever you got to do, save me. Huh? Whatever you, you know, it's, it, it, it's beneficial to you to go to uh, heaven with one leg than to go to hell with both of them? Huh? It's beneficial to you to go to heaven blind than to go to hell with your eyes wide open? And the problem is that we want to be connected to Christ, but our eyes are still wide open 
to the world's taste and we won't allow that taste. We won't turn that taste loose so that we can stay about it. You got to turn it loose. You got to turn it loose. Come on, somebody. Jane, that was back in the day, Jane. We used to be the man. We used to be the man. But, Jane, we found out we had to turn it loose, didn't we? And we had to turn it loose for one reason or another. And one of them was because of age, wasn't it, Jane? <laughs> that came a time the monk found out that he couldn't do what he used to do. You better get to the point in the church that you don't want to do what you used to do. Christ. Come on. Amen. 
know why God cut you to the trunk. This type of branch is found worthless. And will often, guess this one, infect the rest of the tree. God is not going to allow you to infect the kingdom of God. He will cut you off, leave you sitting in your chair, and you will be playing churching and not be part of the church. So God has to cut you to the trunk to keep other saints from being infected by you. Wow. How often have we, Sister T, had so many folks that was in the church that tried to infect the church and God cut them off to the trunk. And you know, it's one thing you can you 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 can hold on to. You can stick a pin in it. It don't matter how you feel about the church of the living God. It's gonna be the only thing that's gonna stand. You gonna fall and it's gonna stand. You gonna die and it's gonna live. Come on, somebody. It's gonna produce fruits. And guess what? You gonna be a limb that is. Fruitless and worthless. I'm, 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 I'm still in the true vine. Am I right? And then he said, and listen to what he said in verse 3. Now, the, the very thing that I have spoke to you already, now you are clean through the words which I have spoken unto you. You got an opportunity to be clean or stay dirty. You got an opportunity to be fruitful or remain unfruitful. Come on. Come on, somebody. You got an opportunity to be pruned or cut to the trunk. Lord, have mercy. Amen. God gives every saint of God the benefit of the doubt that we may be pruned and not savor to the trunk. It's up to you. It's what kind of branch you want to be. Come on now. Well, I like what he said for four. Abide in me. Wait a minute. This got to be a twofold. This got to be a relationship. It's got to be not a one-way thing. It ain't Christ abiding in you and you go abide in somebody else. Come on, somebody. Christ abiding in you and then you go and do your own thing. Not in this relationship. Abide in me and I in you. It don't matter what you got to go through the month. You still got to be found abiding. Saints, you're not going to go through the remaining of this life. I can't speak for your past or what happens in our past, but the remaining of this life, if you're going to go through, you're going to suffer some pain. Come on, somebody. 
And you can't abide unless you listen. Some of you need to listen. Some of you need to activate the Holy Ghost and listen. You're too busy talking instead of listening. Come on now. Not to give any details, the Holy Ghost showed me something in a dream that I got to do, and I'm getting up Monday morning running. Come on, somebody. I'm running Monday morning because everything that I needed to do could not be done over the weekend. But maybe you can rest assured come Monday morning. Huh? Amen. She said, fasten up your seatbelt. You got to get ready for the ride that you finna go through. You got to be buckled down in Christ Jesus and be prepared for the ride that you got to go through. The system and the world is evil. And if you think it's not going to affect you, it will if you don't listen to the Holy Ghost. You've been going on your own thoughts and your own reasoning and your own opinion and your own decision without God too long. And if you don't pay attention to the Holy Ghost, you won't abide in the tree and you're going to be savored or you're going to have some problems in life that you could have avoided. But because you won't listen to God, guess what? He's going to stick back and say, okay, go on with your bad self. But guess what? There's a ditch that you don't see. Come on, somebody. There's a tree that's standing in your way that you don't know about. Come on, somebody. I might not get to the rest of this stuff, but I'm going to ride this horse here. Amen. Abide in me and I in you, uh-oh, is that what he said? As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself, except it abide in the vine, no more can you, except you abide in me. You didn't come on this side of salvation to do your own thing. You didn't come on this side of salvation to still run your life. If you're going to run your life, you should have stayed where you was. You would have probably got more benefits out of the world than you're going to get out over here of God busting you upside your head trying to get you to get in order. See, sometimes we like that goat spirit and God has to bust us upside our head to get us in order. And then when we refuse to get in order after being bust upside the head, then he cuts you off. Oh, Lord, have mercy. You know what? God ain't in the business 
of patting us on the back and rubbing us on the head like a dog. Come on now. God is in the business of correcting you in your spirit that you may be saved. And if you don't allow God to save you his way, you are not abiding. Abiding goes further than we think. Come on now. We think abiding just go behind the word Christianity. We think abiding just go behind the word of going to church. Uh-huh. Abiding has got to be a lifestyle. Yeah. And abiding has got to be a change. Come on, somebody. Yeah. Abiding has got to be a full connection. Don't you know that you can have a branch on a tree that's got a break in it, and by the time you go back to it next year, that tree to dry that limb and dry it out and ready to be cut off? You might have a break in your life that God trying to mend. Don't you dry out? Because if you dry out, you're going to get cut off. Come on, somebody. Biden in Christ, you got to totally believe in the Son of God. Totally. Then you got to receive him as your Lord and Savior. Because you can't save yourself. Anybody in here can save themselves? Anybody in here know the avenue of getting to glory on your own? What highway is you going to take? Abiding in Christ is to do the will of God for your life. Is God doing the purpose that he has planned for you? Or are you still ignoring the plan? How can you abide if you ignoring the plan? Huh? God is specific. And God has laid a plan for every saint of God's life if they listen. You will never know your purpose if you can't listen. You will never know your purpose if you can't fully trust in the living God. Amen. Amen. Are you continuing in a faithful walk with God? Faithful is not when you want to be. Huh? Faithful is you got to be all the time. Come on, somebody. Faithful is not when somebody ain't got nothing else for you to do. Well, Come on now. God is first. Yeah. You better stop putting folks before God. Woo. Or you are about to get cut off. My Lord. Amen. Amen. Keep on running. He'll be filled in phone. And God going to leave you over there with phone. Amen. God knows where, wait a minute, God knows where he has placed you. Yeah. And guess what? That's where he's looking to find you. Yeah. Y'all better hear that one. Come on now. God ain't looking for numbers. He's looking for faithfulness. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, we, we think it's about the number, but it's about, what's numbers without faithfulness? We done had numbers. 
We didn't have so many number that it was just like a bunch of asses running wild up in here. And God thinning them out. Didn't he do it, Pastor? He thinning them out. And he ain't got a problem with doing some more thinning. Because he's going to have a tree that's going to produce some fruitfulness. Come on now. Your life has got to be productive in the kingdom. What is your life doing in the kingdom? How productive is your life in the kingdom? What are you doing to find out what God wants you to do? maintain a loving relationship within the body of Christ. Some of you think that you only have to have a loving relationship with your family. Well, baby, your family status has been changed. If you on this side of the kingdom, your family status has been changed. I don't make no difference. It is your blood kin. Your blood kin don't mean a thing to God in the kingdom of God. It's the body of Christ that is concerned with God. Who's ever in the body of Christ better be your concern. Amen. Some people do good. And that's fine. But do you stay as close to Christ as a branch do a tree? You got to be close. Out of all you're doing, are you maintaining an attachment to Jesus Christ? When you're working the kingdom, outgrow your mouth, then God is glorified. Did y'all get that one? When your work in the kingdom, outgrow your mouth, then God is glorified. Let your work speak for you. Come on, somebody. And stop waving the flag. Come on now. If I do something for Rosetta, I don't have to go telling everybody what I did for Rosetta. God knows what I did for Rosetta. God knows what I did for her, whether it was from my heart. Come on, somebody. Or do I want to get some recognition? You better watch the recognition that you be trying to get. Because sometimes your recognition is being played by the enemy. Come on now. Because you know what? Recognition starts causing you to say I. And God is the only I. Did y'all hear that one? So you got to watch how you use that I word when you're trying to get recognition. Amen. So... God, if God wanted a shade tree, he wouldn't have asked you to be fruitful. If God wanted you to be a shade tree, then you would be out there making a covering for animals. Because that's all a shade tree do, is a covering for animals to sleep under or get out of the weather. 
Don't you be a shade tree in the kingdom of God. Trying to get out of the sun, the S-O-N. <laughs> Don't you be a shade tree. Come on, somebody. And you, if you be a shade tree, then guess what? God's going to leave you out there with the hounds and the clowns. So, uh, I ain't going to get, I, I, I guess I'm going to get by this further as I'm going to get because it looks like it's already time to quit. Jesus said, I am the vine. You are the branches. He that abided in me and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. For without me, you can do nothing. You cannot be fruitful, guess what, without God. You cannot be fruitful without the Holy Ghost. You cannot be fruitful in your walk with God as just a plain old Christian. Just a plain old Christian. Don't want the Holy Ghost. Don't try to make yourself available for the Holy Ghost. Don't want to go to God and find out if, if, if there any reason you haven't given me the Holy Ghost. Because you haven't went on a search. And for those that got it and it's gone stale. God, how can I resurrect the Holy Ghost in me? Because I done let it die in me. Huh? And the Holy Ghost, Lord God, came to give me life. Come on now. And as a saint of God, when you start walking around like a, 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 a dead man walking, guess what? You done allowed the Holy Ghost to die out in you. If any man abide not in me, he is cast forth as a branch and is withered, and men gather them and cast them into the fire, and they are burned. That's when you've been saved. God done put up with you for so long. It's time to cut you off, Lamont. Huh? If you abide in me and my word abide in you, you shall ask what you will. Now you see why your head needs to be buried in the word of God just like an oyster buries his head in the ground. Huh? So you can fully know the will of God. So that you can get some wisdom and knowledge from the word of God. Get you some understanding. And the most of the time we need to get understanding about ourselves. My father glorified that you bear much fruit. So shall you be. So God is expecting you to bear some fruit in the kingdom. Huh? God is looking for you to come up, not go down. Come on now. Amen. I'm going to stop right there because I can't go no further. Amen.